Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. I'm Biz Paul here in the UK and I'm joined by my travelling friend, Felicia Jones, who, uh, where are you today? I'm in Birmingham, Alabama today. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. We're visiting we family. Were you there last week? Yes, I was here okay. last week. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't actually moved. Okay. No, I have not moved, and I'm sitting here next to a refrigerator and the ice machine, so it's amazing. All kinds it, of noise is happening. Is it hot there? <laughs> it is It is hot. It did cool down. It wasn't as humid as the last place, but it just rained, so the humidity is kind of high right about now. But it is pretty darn hot. Cool, cool. It's basically yeah. winter here. I mean, well, I say that, as we're recording, it's actually warm for the next few days sort of like 28 29 30s whatever that is um so so we've got a few it's it's like a last throw of the dice for summer it's been terrible all (laughs) summer a few days to try and make us think that we had a good summer and then i think it's basically um halloween uh, yeah, or, or Christmas, yeah, depending Christmas. on where you are. Yeah. I mean, basically, people have started putting out the Christmas decorations, so I, wow. I don't even know where we are, but it is a holiday here. It is Labor Day here in the United States, so a lot of people are not at work and just kind of chilling with the family. My family's going to come over a little bit later, and um, we're just going to hang out. Yeah. And and is Labor Day a controversial one? Or? Labor Day is just for celebrating people who work. So nothing controversial unless you hate working, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What about what about those people who don't work or can't work? Seems a bit uh, controversial. Not a very not very inclusive. Well, they were already not working. So. Yeah, we just kind of rubbing it in their face. We're just catching up. I mean, maybe they chose not to work on purpose. So is it okay? So this is quite (laughs) interesting. So is it about celebrating people who work, whereas May Day? over this side of the Atlantic is typically celebrate to celebrate the workers, which is more <laughs> like left of sort of center politics, whereas the right, maybe right of center politics for celebrating people who work. I don't know. I, I guess so. Okay. I'm looking up the history of Labor Day. It's a federal holiday and to honor and recognize the American labor movement and the works and contributions of laborers to the development achievements of the United States. So it's yeah. kind of a old, you know, when when we used to build stuff in the world, yeah, <laughs> that type of thing. So, so there, there you go. I mean, here's the thing: most of us only go and cook and hang out with friends. So there's nothing controversial about no. taking a holiday. Um, the only thing that is bothering Dustin here, um, Alabama is a state where you cannot buy alcohol on Sundays, and he keeps forgetting that. And uh, it is quite annoying to him. Wow. Where's, where does that bit stem from? Uh, Jesus. Because <laughs> he was there in Birmingham, Alabama. Yes, he was. Yeah, Oops. this is kind of a Bible belt of uh, the world. Okay. So uh, you also have dry counties where you can't buy alcohol or sell alcohol in dry counties. But definitely in the South, you will have no no alcohol sales on Sunday. So uh, you just can't buy anything, even if it's there in your face. So what they try to do at the grocery stores, they'll turn the light off on the refrigerator section with the alcohol. To I guess to try to remind you that you can't buy it. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. And you have to go to a state store here in this state to buy alcohol. So you can't just go to a corner store. Like in Florida, you can buy like hard liquor, wine, and beer at like a Walgreens or CVS. Here you have to go to a state store. 
owned by, by the government. The oh, okay. Owned by the state of Alabama. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, I suppose you know alcohol is a drug. So I, I don't. I have a feeling that was not why they did it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> why did they do it then? Jesus. Yeah, but Jesus drank wine, didn't he? Not on his. I don't day. know. Okay, no. it's on Sunday, so okay. it's kind of a, I. I would have to look at the the reasoning behind it, but a lot of it goes back to religion and going to church on Sunday and not yeah. doing bad things on Sundays, that type of thing. Well, I know in Switzerland you can't mow your lawn on a Sunday. Okay, now that's just weird. Well, Why? I think it's to do with people needing a peaceful day, and that people mowing their lawn is not very peaceful. So, huh? I never okay that sounds more logical than not being able to buy a beer on a sunday to me well you know we're all different we're all different and we want to embrace different cultures (laughs) you know you definitely have a different culture over there as we're going to come on to talk about so yeah and this is just in the south this is not all the united states no sure sure those people in the northeast they're drinking all the beer on sunday They probably are. No, you can still drink. You just got to go load up by midnight yeah. on on Saturday. But you can sure. go to a restaurant. You can go to a restaurant and get alcohol, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, weird. Hmm. That sounds yeah. a bit inconsistent, but, you know, we'll go with it. You know, you know people got to make money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. So so that's what we're doing. It's Monday here, though. Um, I think store, some stores are open. Depends on who's closed for the Labor Day. But, you know, it's just another day to sit and watch the rain come down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, there's not really much going on here, I've got to tell you. No. So it's, it's, it's everyone's back to work this week. Last week was a holiday. This week it's all back to work. We're just on the the slippery slope in towards uh, Christmas now. Christmas is our next public holiday. So that's it for us. Oh, we got quite a few holidays coming up. So we have Labor Day. Um, I guess it depends on if you think Halloween is a holiday. You don't get a day off, though. Uh, we have so Veterans Day, Veterans Day, Election Day, Columbus Day. And I'm missing another one, Thanksgiving, and then, of course, Christmas. Wow. Yeah. It's like the holiday lottery for us. Yeah, isn't it? It is. It's kind of cool. Wow. I, I I thought, you know, that we had some of the most, um, I thought we had quite a lot of holidays. And then it turns out that the UK has very few holidays compared to a lot of countries. I mean, obviously, public holidays, there's a lot more in the US than over here. There's yeah. a lot more in the um, mainland Europe than over here. We just have better working rights for holidays than you guys do. Okay. Yeah, probably do. So, you know, we, we can, we can take, I think what, yeah, we can take like four weeks off or whatever paid. Oh no. Um, I just saw that some of the places here, you get, uh, 20 hours of vacation a year. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) And they're wondering why COVID is still spreading. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, people, I guess people don't want to take time off if they're not getting paid. That was a big issue here, actually, in terms of whether or not people should be paid to isolate. You know, there's a big, strong argument um, for that here, but you know, no, nothing, nothing ever happened. We are in the process of now of, <laughs> yeah, we're in the process now of withdrawing and closing down all of the support that's been made available to people. This is the last month that furlough can be claimed. Um, the vaccine passport to get in places comes in at the end of the month. 
Wow. Um, so that means the pandemic is over for you all, right? It, but pretty much. I mean, the pandemic was technically over, I think, in July when they got rid of all the requirements. Oh, okay. Although, okay. you know, now there's this requirement coming in about uh, venues and needing a passport. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's almost it's almost not news here. Um, I will say it's kind of not news and it is news here. The only news is the going back to school. And unfortunately, our COVID numbers are up to the levels they were last year because of the kids. Yeah. And we have a lot of school districts that don't want to do mask mandates. Um, so you're, we're starting to see more kids being sick, which is problematic and more kids in the hospital. ICU beds are going up. So I actually get to watch the news while I'm on the road and uh, seeing what's going on here in the state of Alabama, and it, it ain't it ain't that great. And mm. I think our deaths are up again. You know, getting close to where we were last year. But with all of that said, football season kicked off here. Okay, now you're gonna <laughs> have to explain this one because obviously, when I think football, I think what you call soccer, and it's actually football. And you're talking about American football, which is not yes. really played with the feet. No, it's play with all of your body. <laughs> mm -hmm. You see so, the problem I'm having? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so explain to me about football season and what it actually means for society. Um, okay, so college football season officially kicked off last week. And that means school started for colleges, colleges and universities here in the United States. And I know over there, you kind of there's a difference between college and universities. Here, it's kind of all the same. Um, the difference between a university is that they offer graduate degrees versus a college. Okay. Uh, so uh, school started back a couple of weeks ago. And of course, very few schools are doing contact tracing. Some are trying to, but not doing a great job of it. But with that, with all of the freshmen, sophomores, seniors, and juniors coming back, we kicked off football season. And, and we have two capacity stadiums. Like stadiums are packed. There are no mask mandates and there are no vaccination requirements to go watch a football game. So one of the games we watched over the weekend had 110,000 people in the stands. Mm. Just just one, just one of the many, many, many games that started on Thursday, on Friday. But Saturday is the official like big day. It's like college football all day, even into the night. Okay. Okay, so the fear, I guess, here is that they're just mass spreading events, right? Um, yeah, a lot of people got very triggered uh, seeing some of the video from the games. And you could definitely tell on, on Twitter, people were like, oh my gosh, this is why we're never going to get out of COVID. But, um, you know, I just say good for the kids, you know, if that's what you want to do with your life, go go to the games, enjoy it. But it's almost as if we skipped 2020, went from 2019 to 2021. <laughs> and I, I mean, you do watch the games. I mean, I never went to college football games. I mean, I did when I was in college. But I mean, there's still so many people there anyway, even outside of a pandemic. But 110,000 people, you know, um, the smallest stadium I think we saw on television was 80,000. Yeah, that's a lot and of people. That is a lot of people over throughout the weekend. And some people are thinking that we will have some super spreader events or moments at a lot on on college campuses. So, um, 
Yeah. Mm. And then NFL football kicks off next week. So now we're going to get professional football started. So. And there'll be people there in the stadium. Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. They are definitely going full capacity. And yeah. (laughs) I mean, as far as I'm aware, it's full capacity here as as well or, or very close to from what I can what I can understand. I mean, we've been having our football season for about uh, three, four weeks, I think, maybe yeah. maybe a bit more. And the World Cup qualifiers were happening this week as well. So, um, you know, there's lots of lots of sport going on and lots of lots of visitors. I don't actually know what the rules are in terms of whether you have to be um, tested or or what, but I suspect it just no longer matters and that they're just accepting whoever they are. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, you know. And we'll just see what happens. But I think the one thing that is very interesting about you all, and I, and I, here's the thing I don't know sports very well over in the UK. So I do know you have football, i.e., soccer. And I don't know how many games you have on a weekend, or is it like one game a day? Is it something uh, like that? They're all pretty, pretty much most of them are 3 p.m on a Saturday afternoon, all at the same time. How many is that, do you know? Hundreds. Hundreds, okay, so it's the same here. So you can, on a on a Saturday, you could have hundreds of Little League football games, you can have hundreds of college games going on, and then of course you get the professional games, which is just, uh, should be just 16 games or eight, I forget how many teams. I think it's just 16 games on Sunday, but you have high school football on Friday, varsity football, and then um, junior varsity football on, on, um, on Thursday. So you, you could get exposed to a lot of yeah. large football games. And these are large crowds too, like a yeah. hundred thousand for each of these things. So it's, it's, um, it's, it's quite interesting, and I hope the kids enjoy themselves. I hope everybody who goes to these games enjoy themselves. Um, but there are some people who are at home just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to say, it's not something that I would I wish to attend at the moment. Uh, we were supposed to go to a game on Saturday. My sister sold our tickets, so we were like, yeah, we're good. We'll yeah. we'll 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 pass on this one <laughs> there are people that i know that i've seen attend like some games baseball and, and stuff like this where it seems a bit more spread out in terms of there seems to be space between the rows and things like that which don't seem to be the case here so i don't know whether because you know everything's bigger over there whether you generally have more space than what we no, have here. Well, I think they were doing capacity limits when they were doing baseball over the summer. A lot of states had capacity limits, but even NBA, they had capacity limits. But at this point, everybody's going back to full capacity. Um, I think too much money has been lost. So money always wins. Mm, It does. Yeah, it does. So money talks. Money talks. And pandemics walk. (laughs) There you go. Well, they don't run. Well, they run <laughs> no. into it. They're certainly not running, running out of it. Um, talking about other health matters, then let's um, let's touch on what is happening in Texas. Ooh, we're about to get controversial. <laughs> so, are for we? those of you who are listening, if this is a touchy subject, you probably need to go ahead and close your ears now because we're about to talk about abortions, and it is very controversial. Okay, so. I think I think what's worth adding onto that though is that I don't think we're here to have a discussion about 
the whys and wherefores of abortion. I mean, we can have that conversation. I'm very happy to have that conversation in terms of what I think. But I think we should talk around like what's what's happened because I find it I find it very interesting. It's very it's very much a um, a sign of how people view things or where where the um, where the politics is 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 going perhaps and how some of that is even working. So as I understand it, the uh, a law's been passed in Texas at state level. Uh, yes, yeah, state level, just Texas. At yes. state level, which, you know, again, just thinking about previous episodes and me understanding a bit more about but the I, if uh, I'm legal correct, system. If I'm correct, it was upheld by the Supreme Court. Yes, too, so that's, yeah. that's what yeah. I was going to say. So the Supreme, it went to the Supreme Court and they didn't overrule it and they allowed yeah. it to, to pass into law. So uh-huh. I don't really understand how that works, whether, whether it, I, I can understand how something goes into law, but is that always the case that there's a deadline for a law to be intervened by by the Supreme Court, or is it just because it affects Roe v. Wade and this famous case and 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 all of that? Do you know? So so typically when they have these laws and they go all the way up to the Supreme Court, it's because someone has, um, gosh, I just lost the word, but it, like you've, uh, oh geez, I forgot the word. When you kind of sue someone, yeah, and you want to get it overturned or not overturned, but you appeals, appeals. That's what happens. You keep filing these appeals, and they will keep going up the the chain um, until it gets to the Supreme Court. So that's what happens when you get um, these these types of laws, and any law can actually go all the way up to the Supreme Court. But you got to start at the local level, district um, district judges, state judges, state Supreme Court. Uh, federal Supreme Court, things like that. So this is this is not something that just magically happened. They've been working on this for a while. Okay, so who was working on it? So was somebody working on it to, to pass it through all of those areas? Or was it that someone was trying to stop it and that it just wasn't stopped? Oh, they've been working on this for, it's safe to say it'll be years. And I can't tell you exactly who, but usually they are, uh, they're not a lobby group, but it's kind of like a lobby group. Um, a, a lot of Christian activist groups and people who are all on board of of banning um, abortion. And mm-hmm. and so what happens is you keep challenging a law, you keep suing and you keep finding different ways to kind of keep suing and appealing. And then it, hopefully it keeps moving up the chain. So it's not just one thing that happened. It's a whole bunch of things. You have different groups at different times uh, suing the state, suing the city, suing somebody and then having appeals and, you know, losing, winning, and it just keeps going. So this is, this is not something that is new. This is not something that is just in the state of Texas. A lot of these bills, it's like, it's almost like you and I got together and we got some friends in each state and we're like, Hey, we're going to try it here. We're going to try it here. Um, in some yeah. states it doesn't work. Some states it does. And then you find different, you know, clauses so that you can keep yeah. um, suing. So this has been, this has been going on for a while. Okay. None of so, this stuff is ever new. So would it be fair to say then the interested parties who want to restrict uh, abortion or want to change abortion laws as they currently exist, are they working um, collectively together to identify different states where perhaps they've got the best chances possible? And is their objective to restrict it in as many places as possible? 
Yeah, the goal is basically what you're saying. You have different groups. One, you have different groups that are all attacking. Some are very collective efforts. Some write the bills for each state. Um, and then, yeah, you'll just keep finding a state where it will be on your side. And eventually, if it gets up to the Supreme Court, then the Supreme Court, it becomes a rule for everyone type thing. Right. Oh, OK. So in so in this case, so the Supreme Court didn't issue a ruling, did they? They just allowed something to happen. So they're not saying this has to apply across all states. Yeah, it's just saying, well, what the Supreme Court does, it says if it's against the Constitution if it's against right. the constitutional laws. And obviously what they saw wasn't against the laws of anybody. So there's nothing. Ah. Now, this doesn't make all of, all of the states do this, but um, no. basically if somebody does sue, somebody can say, hey, here's my thing, you know. Okay, so because they've basically said this doesn't violate constitutional law, those mm -hmm. people who want to pursue this agenda will be emboldened by this, presumably, because... Yes. Of, of of what they've allowed to happen okay so so we are going to see this pushed in other states right yeah you're going to see this pushed in other states and then of course once the supreme court has ruled on something whether it's for or against it now when i go to court i can use that as evidence right okay yeah so now it's like okay we got this i mean just like all cases you gotta you gotta set precedent somewhere yeah and if we saw that it was used here and then of course if it went all the way to the supreme court i mean it's kind of like brown versus the board of education and that is um where we said schools cannot be segregated here in the united states so that's how you once the supreme court ruled on it i think that one came out of virginia or arkansas and then now everybody can use that to say you cannot legally segregate schools based on what the Supreme Court says. Okay, so because the Supreme Court has has not said this violates the Constitution, they're not issuing mm -hmm. a ruling. So they're not saying um, abortion shouldn't be allowed after six weeks. Otherwise, that would then become well. Federal. All all they say is like all it's not a law. It's just this doesn't violate. The Constitution. Yeah, but that's not, is that a ruling? It is kind of a ruling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it'll be very interesting how that develops then in terms of what yeah. people do next. Is anybody, can anybody challenge what they've, what they've said or is that it? I mean, typically once it goes to the Supreme Court, <laughs> I mean, you could start it over. You could start the process over again um, yeah. at the local level and then go up to see if it'll bump heads to see if they'll change their mind kind of thing. Okay, but that's that's unlikely given it's, and how long would that take? It would take- I, I mean, this, like I said, this is, this is not something, you know, I, I can't really say specifically about this particular law, but if you've ever paid attention, these things have been pushed over the last 10 years here in the United States. Mm. And they've been pushing them in different ways in different states. So there you go. <laughs> okay, so, um. So there's not, there doesn't seem to be a huge amount of recourse for for that to change. But you know, this this is not clearly not going down well with a large section of of society. From what no. I can, from what I can just see, I mean, it's it's interesting. There's 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 a lot of noise here. Um, we have very different laws around abortion here. Yeah. So I wonder whether what I'm seeing is outrage from women and men um who can't quite understand maybe 
the the difference between the UK and the US for maybe from a culturally point of view or certainly from a location point of view and the demographic maybe religious makeup whatever um what's what what sort of noise is being made there is it just celebrity stuff or is there a massive outpouring of I don't know uh protest at this I haven't seen a lot of celebrities. Then again, I haven't been looking for them, but people are very upset. People are very, very, very upset because the law, there's kind of two things. There's one, it's, it's a heartbeat bill. So there's the law in that any abortion at six weeks or you cannot have an abortion beyond six weeks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that that's it. And, but also they also made it, okay for you to rat people out too you know yeah that's the problem (laughs) this this, so yeah let's talk about this because this i've I've not seen this happen anywhere before as far as i'm i I know we haven't either that's the problem (laughs) so so explain what's what's happened then so uh, as far as i know there's there is a website which which allows you to snitch on somebody that you believe has (laughs) had an abortion or enabled an abortion or yes or something so so basically so there's the okay so the heartbeat bill was passed so you cannot have an abortion beyond six weeks um in the state of texas period then also they allowed it so that you can tell on someone um to do a civil suit so um so it's not a law you're not going to jail or anything but somebody can take a civil suit against you because now this is person to person not the state or the city or the federal government coming after you. So now if I found out that you somehow in any way either had an abortion, Paul, helped somebody with an abortion, took your girlfriend, wife, or somebody to an abortion clinic, I can report on you. I can go to this website, I will get an attorney, and then I can start filing a civil suit against you. Now, what the civil suit is, I really not, re- I don't know the details of it, but I can g- have a civil suit against you. If it wins, of course, you're just supporting the people who want this to be enacted everywhere. Um, and also, you know, if it loses, of course, you got to pay all this money and all this, all this stuff. But if it wins, this group, whoever this group is, they're going to pay for your attorney's fees and they're going to give you a bonus $10,000 because your case won. Okay, so is so that's that's going to create a um, a, a, a sort of a, a, a mini uh, what's I'm looking for like a like a mini industry here is it not of people <laughs> like surely I mean what they're going to do are they going to be watching so actually abortion where, where are abortions performed in the US at hospitals and at clinics okay so a clinic might be there on its own but a hospital is part of a bigger unit. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, so you, you would, if you were going to the abortion clinic and somebody saw you, 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 it would be hard to say, I'm just here just to, you know, have an MRI on my wrist or something like that, because you're there for a reason. Whereas if you're in a hospital, you could be at the hospital for all sorts of reasons. a lot of clinics, they do other services. A lot of these clinics okay. are w- women's health clinics. So you can go to a doctor, get birth control pills, um, get gynecology, gynecologist I checkups, see. all that kind of stuff. I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. So I was just thinking, would it would it make people choose where they go to get an abortion? Um, 
I mean, the problem I mean, is people already know what, what these places are and what their yeah. names are. So there's no hiding it, I guess. But okay. But yeah, also with um, the, and the other issue with this reporting is that people who have to terminate because, you know, with with their doctor's permission, because something's wrong with the child or the mother's life is in danger they they can't do this they at all either now. wow um and also there's some gray areas around miscarriages um unfortunately what? i i did learn that there are a lot of people who consider miscarriages and stillbirths uh, a form of abortion and what? it is the fault of the mom yeah what yeah it's the fault of nature, surely, and by yeah. definition, the creator, <laughs> if that's what they believe. Um, I did not know wow. that until I started hearing some people's stories of how their family started attacking them for miscarriages. But um, but there are people who feel you should be reported because you had a miscarriage or a stillbirth. Okay, so I was going to completely play down the whole Handmaid's Tale thing <laughs> <laughs> because I thought, you know, it's, we're seeing it as an, an analogy here and, and maybe that's just a bit, you know, too far and that, you know, don't be so ridiculous. But the idea that you could miscarry your child and be blamed for it in that, in that way makes me think that actually you are Gilead. I, I found out there are a couple of countries that will um, that will take you to jail for um, having a miscarriage. Whoa, who? Um, I think it was El Salvador. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, not too far away from you. Whether well, isn't everybody leaving El Salvador um, in knows? a big caravan to to Texas? They won't want to go to Texas, will they? Oh, maybe they? oh, I don't know. Maybe they do want to go to Texas. Oh yeah, you can. This seems to. Oh. Oh, I'm just reading now. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a thing there. Wow. Because <laughs> uh, it goes against their abortion laws, which is considered ag aggravated homicide. Whoa, but you, but you can't have, like like from a scientific point of view. This is what my understanding was: a miscarriage can often happen because it's nature's way of saying that the pregnancy is not viable. I mean, I yeah, I mean, bodies are, women's bodies are very, um, like Dustin says, emotional, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and sometimes they can handle it, sometimes they can't. And there are people who have had several miscarriages before uh, they've had, they've given birth. And I, and I still don't think we realize uh, childbirth is still very dangerous. It's still well, very I've dangerous. Seen it, I've seen it happen. <laughs> I can understand <laughs> why. Yeah, it's still a very dangerous thing. It is a very delicate thing. So, but yeah, it's it's very interesting. The more I hear people talk about, you know, it's not just even just for or against abortion. I'd never realized that people had these thoughts that if even miscarriages and stillbirths are are your fault, um, and that is considered um, abortion as well. Do you know what? I mean, I think it's so cruel that I mean, I know people who have suffered uh, stillbirth and and to to say that it's your fault is the cruelest of things it is it is like that's a that's another level of evil it is it is evil it is evil so the supreme court then so this so this has happened because of the supreme court which is uh right wing in its makeup thanks to mm -hmm. them forcing what's her name amy Com comey barrett amy something like Co that amy Comey comey barrett yeah yeah 
and it's not really the supreme court so remember this law just passed in texas so right yeah this is the law of tex texas and of course somebody sued and it, they got it far into the Supreme yeah. Court, and they said, oh, "Nothing wrong with this. Like, you, everybody's good in Texas." So, and I, and I suppose if they're saying, "Is it constitutional or or not?" That is a slightly different thing than someone actually proposing the law and pushing this and and making it happen. Yeah, they're just saying whether or not it's yeah legal or not. And um, but yeah, but even before they even got there, I mean, Texas. I mean, uh, Georgia has um, some of these heartbeat bills. It's, it's a, and I think Alabama, definitely in the South. You have a lot of Southern states that are very much onto this. It's the same states where you can't buy alcohol on Sundays. Right. Yeah. Well, um, let me just let me just say and acknowledge as a man that I think women get the raw deal in pretty much all aspects of, of life. I know. Gosh, what men. I always say, why is it that strange men love to be inside of women's vagina, vaginas making decisions? Well, yeah, that is that <laughs> that is very true. I actually saw something today which said something like, um, women, women are fertile twenty. No, what did it say? Women are fertile twenty eight days of of a month. Men are fertile three hundred sixty five days a year. Yeah. Why are women having to deal with the problem? And there's you know there's a lot there's a lot of sense in in that. Uh, for sure. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. And I don't know. I, I wish people would just let people make their own medical decisions and stop mm. telling them what to do and yeah. go mind your own business. <laughs> mind yeah. your own business. But this is what it is. And of course, anybody listening, if we said anything wrong or if you want to send us hate mail, just don't. Uh, <laughs> if we said anything wrong, please correct us. Yeah, because, please. You know, we do five minutes of research before we talk about stuff. <laughs> That's uh, true. <laughs> we're just like we're just like human Facebook, really, aren't we? Uh, I know. Yeah, we're just like human Facebook, you know. Uh, but please do not take ivermectin. That's all I will say. Oh, definitely don't do that. <laughs> but actually, in, in all seriousness, I, I would be interested if there is something that we've got wrong there to, to be correct because we have yeah. got a department of corrections that yes. are open all the time in the dms just go to instagram and tell us and we'll yes. happily issue a correction yes we will and yeah but that's um that's america right now um mm. and i've seen the little meme people have been saying that um covid has more rights than women in their health right now kind of does <laughs> it could spread and just hang out <laughs> oh dear well I wish you all the best in America. Let's 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 <laughs> uh, let's fingers crossed for for Texan women and their escape to the north where they can uh, look after their own health. Well, um, I don't think that's going to happen, but you know, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah. Um, and you look after yourself as well, Felicia. On your next stage of the journey, are you on on? you know progressing your journey this week or you're another uh, week in uh, Alabama? This weekend, this weekend we will be headed heading to Georgia. 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 Excellent. Yeah. I'm, I'm living this road trip through you. Oh, good. <laughs> you, if we could pull up a map and we could figure out where I'm going to be. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, have safe travels. Pay attention to the laws of the state because they could be different in every location. Yes, they can be. <laughs> you know, and uh, fingers crossed for Justin to get in his beer next Sunday. Okay, cool. We'll do that. Oh. <laughs> See you next week. See ya. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.